This is the Opening Market Podcast on the Iowa Agribusiness Radio Network. I'm Dustin Huffman. We're on the phone with Matt Bennett of agmarket.net. And Matt, uh, the number's looking good coming off the overnight session uh, after a, kind of a, a volatile week. What are we seeing heading into Friday? Yeah, you know, it's been a rough week. There's no question about it. You look here at, for instance, December corn, you know, and, uh, you know, last week was a great week. Uh, started out this week, actually things, you know, looked pretty, pretty solid to start the week of 18 there on Monday. But then we started falling off. And I think people said, well, you know what? Two days of big gains is probably enough for now. You know, heading into harvest, kind of a counter seasonal move. And I've got to think maybe some, uh, a little bit of money was taken off the table going into month end. Now, uh, you looking forward, you've got to ask yourself, you know, where's everyone think the trade's going to come in uh, or the USDA is going to come in? Whenever you come in on the 12th, you know, I mean, are you going to be closer to Pearl Farm? Are you going to be closer to USDA? And I think until we get a better handle on just what we're working with here, we've got to have a fair amount of support into this market because I tell you, you talk anything close to Pearl Farmer numbers and you're looking at extremely tight carryout. So uh, for the time being, I think you're probably going to try to find a little bit of a state of equilibrium in here unless you get some outside news that we don't know about just yet. Now, when we talked on Tuesday at the Farm Progress Show, we talked about some of the ways that farmers can think about for protecting themselves because we just don't know what it's going to do. These next six weeks are going to be pretty volatile. Uh, what kind of things should they be thinking about if they didn't catch that talk on Tuesday? Well, you know, there's a lot of things to think about. Like, for instance, uh, just simply locking in something uh, always makes sense to me to uh, you know, to, to make sure that your worst case scenario is quantified. Okay. First of all, and that's more talking for 22 when you're talking, uh, like for instance, what do they need to be thinking about? I'll tell you this, Dustin, and I'm sure you heard a lot of the same thing. I, I don't know. It seemed to me like more people asked me about fertilizer in 23 than they did anything this week. It seemed like it was a very hot topic, a lot of concern amongst growers, do I lock in fertilizer? If I do, do I sell some corn? You know, I think, again, it comes down to can you make money at 610 December 23 corn and fertilizer prices where they're at? If you can, uh, lock some of that in, quantify again some worst-case scenarios because, you know, my gut feeling is that this one market is going to have some strong support for the time being. Uh, but at the same time, if it doesn't and you get the fertilizer booked, Assuming you're going to have $6 corn, you're not going to be too happy if the thing turns around and heads south. So right now, I wouldn't say I'm bearish by any means, but I'm definitely cautious because we've got great profits on the table, and I just don't want to see those uh, slip away. You know, and you also made mention that everybody was talking about these fertilizer prices that wanted them to go down, but you said if that happens, you know, corn's probably going to be going down right alongside it. I mean, can you explain why that would be happening? Yeah, and so the way that our fertilizer markets have reacted over the last few years, I mean, first of all, I want to switch. I want to, I want to uh, make a, a good definition here or a distinction. Anhydrous ammonia certainly seems to be more uh, of concern than what dry fertilizer is right now, okay? But fertilizer prices have definitely been a function of the price of corn to an extent. Now, if you say, let's say that the price of corn goes from uh, $6 down to $5 for some reason between now and next spring, uh, Dustin, I bet you good money that anhydrous is going to get significantly cheaper because in essence, they're not going to sell it. Because as you know, uh, with, uh, if bean prices stay decent, you know, it, it's not near as expensive to put that bean crop out. And so anybody that's in that fertilizer market is going to get their prices competitive where the producer still feels like they can make money at it. So, uh, and then conversely, 
speaking, whenever corn prices go up, fertilizer goes up no matter what the price is. You know, and, and, and production is adjusted. Uh, I think we all should understand that at this stage in the game, production is adjusted, you know, as uh, the price of corn fluctuates. So uh, it's just a function of the environment that we're living in and something that we all need to kind of understand uh, is going to be the case. And we're also, we talked about a little bit, and, and Jacob talked about a little bit on Wednesday too, about, you know, these retailers are starting, are pulling their fertilizer prices, many of them, uh, you know, so it's it's one of those situations, you know, you're going to have to get it when you can find it, and as Jacob put it Wednesday, you're going to have to have check in hand, basically, if you can find it. Absolutely. So if you can get your hands on some stuff, you've got to understand that uh, there's no guarantees you'll be able to later. And so that's one thing we've talked to a lot of the growers that we talk to about is that, you know, things could change significantly as we move forward. I mean, you got to look at what's going on in the world. Obviously, natural gas prices, prices play in heavily for anhydrous ammonia. But, you know, when you do start talking about dry fertilizer, you can't lose sight of the fact that we're at the mercy of are there countries that are going to want to sell us fertilizer uh, and, and they know darn good and well that if they're in a situation, uh, you know, where they withhold some fertilizer or don't sell it or don't produce it for a while, the price of it's going to go up. So i tell you what, it's, it's a very interesting situation. I think a producer, uh, again, whether you're talking about getting it purchased or locking in profit margins, sometimes uh, the best thing to do is, you know, is to get things quantified to where you know what game you're playing and, and uh, you know, and with what equipment you're playing with. All right, Matt, so switching gears quick to the livestock side of things heading into this Friday, what are we looking at from cattle and hogs? Well, you know, you look at cattle and hogs, and, of course, on a week whenever you're going to be moving lower, you're you're likely, uh, you know, to see a little bit of upward movement. Uh, But this week really hasn't been uh, all that great. I mean, you look at fats, for instance, and, uh, you know, uh, fats there on – on Monday, you know, you come into come into the week and, and you're in that high 148 level, and that's pretty much where we're at now. We've gone up a little bit. We've come back down a little bit. I would have liked to have seen a little bit stronger markets uh, with corn being down uh, this week overall. But uh, at the same time, I think there's a lot of different ideas as to, you know, what, what are the equities markets going to do to us? Because if you look, for instance, at uh, equities, uh, you know, obviously we've gotten beat up here a little bit uh, recently. And so... Uh, you know, we were trading in the mid 33,000s on the Dow. Uh, as we speak, we're trading under 32. We've taken the hit. I mean, we were, I guess we were up over 34 for a while. So, you know, um, anytime you look at cattle market, it's heavily influenced by equities and consumer sentiment. You know, how does the consumer feel about uh, their investments, the amount of cash they've got in their pocket? And uh, I don't know. Uh, I mean, I always like eating steak. I think Dustin, you and I got that in common. But, uh, you know, if you got money in your pocket, you're probably going to be picking a T-bone steak instead of a, of a pork chop. And, uh, you know, bottom line moving forward is we've got to hope these equities hold together because if they do, I think you can see really good cattle prices moving forward. You know, with all the cattle and hog producers both, if I pick a favorite, Matt, I'm going to get in trouble one way or the other. So I'll pick them both as long as I've got the money <laughs> in my pocket. So, you know, yeah. but it's, it, it, So it's an interesting situation. If folks want to start looking at their options for marketing, uh, how do they get in touch with agmarket.net? There you go. You just said it, agmarket.net. You could go to agmarket.app either way uh, on the app store. You know, and either one of those have a lot of tools and resources, research, and then ways to get a hold of us. So uh, you can go to agmarket.net or agmarket.app. All right, Matt. Well, thanks for the insight. We'll talk to you again next week. Absolutely.
That again was Matt Bennett of AgMarket.net. Let's run down those numbers for you. December corn up six and a half at six sixty four and a quarter. March up six at six sixty nine and three quarters. November beans up twenty at fourteen twelve and three quarters. January beans up nineteen and a quarter at fourteen nineteen even. Soy meal up three dollars and thirty cents at four twenty five ninety. Soy oil up a buck twenty seven at sixty six fifty four. Chicago wheat up eleven and a quarter at eight oh five and a half. Kansas wheat is up a dime at eight seventy eight even. Minneapolis wheat up a dime at eight ninety six and a half. Oats down one and three quarters at three seventy five and a quarter. December live cattle up 35 cents at 148.92. September feeders 42 cents lower at 182.72. Lean hogs 17 cents lower at 91.77. Pork cutouts unchanged at 102.35. Class 3 milk 6 cents higher at 19.65. Thanks again to Matt Bennett of agmarket.net for joining us today on the Opening Market Podcast on the Iowa Agribusiness Radio Network where Iowa Ag matters. <music> <laughs>